to Good Looking Out, episode 15, a podcast about what to eat, watch, read, and listen to, because life is too short for bad shit. I'm Eric. I'm Jason. So, uh, it occurred to me, we've been doing this for a while now, mm-hmm. and we spent a lot of time focusing on past things or best of things, and that um, what would probably be not only helpful, but desirable to people is to talk more about what's happening now it's and the kind of kind call. of stuff that we're discovering and into now. Yeah. Um, so we are going to dedicate this episode to things that we're currently discovering, things that are currently happening, things that you can check out right now. Not that having a Wikipedia of classic culture isn't um, also important, but no, you need us to tell you yeah. like, <laughs> like, yeah, not to, not to take any value from, yeah, us, separating we from the chaff but yeah I, th- I like the idea of like talking about shit that's happening now right so uh let's start with obviously um highly anticipated um the new season of true detective fuck it man let's let's get into it let's start there yeah so um we're three episodes in yep i'm assuming you're totally caught up uh, to be honest three. with you i um i fucking somehow fell asleep during, and it's just, I was like, I, I watched, so I had saved two and three for uh-huh. the, for, to, to watch together. Um, which I, I, you know, I prefer watching these things back to back. Right. And it had just been one of those fucking days and I fell asleep. Um, it's obviously not cause I'm bored. It's right. fucking incredible, but, um, I like watching the shit back to back. You don't, you know what I mean? It's just, the, it flows so well, but um, I'm pretty much there. Yeah, I've, I've missed like 20 minutes the last one. Okay. Uh, so you won't. Don't worry about any spoilers. Yeah. All right. So um, you know, there's been a lot of talk about it. I think there there are a lot of people who are hoping um, that Nick Pizzolatto or whatever, however the hell you say his name, was going to fall on his face because evidently he, after the critical and cultural success of season one, was shooting his mouth off. And so a lot of people were like hoping he was going to face plant. So I think it's been I didn't know that reviewed that. harshly. Um, he by, was he really mouthing off? I guess that's what that's what I was reading. And some of these people who are kind of aggregating or talking about the buzz about the new season. So I haven't been reading much about it. I have to I have <laughs> to say I was um, I was saying to someone before the first episode aired, a friend of ours, that it's it's so much more likely that it's not going to live up to expectations after the first season. And I have, I have to say, by the end of the first episode, I was there, right there with him. I was like, yep, all right, this is, it's, I'm in. I'm Dude. 100% bought in. Oh, fuck yeah, man, me too. Absolutely. And, I mean, I watched the first season, I've seen it three times. Like, I watched it front to back three times. Wow. Yeah, I was obsessed with it because, I mean, I think that there's, there's so much genius in that first episode on so many different levels. Like, I've fell in love with that and you know for the second season i was like god i mean you know there's such a tone that's been set you know and in like you know color palette and like so many things that were so distinctive about that first season mm-hmm. like how is he gonna like deliver on all this shit again especially since who's the director in the first season um the fuck i, I thought they were using the same I thought they were using the same director, actually. No, 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 it's another director. So this is bad. I should know this. It was a Japanese person in the yeah. first. Um, 
and this is a different director. Seriously? Yeah, man. I, I, mean, I thought I saw that dude's name. Maybe it was just one of the episodes, but I thought I saw his the same guy, same Japanese guy's name attached to one of the His name's episodes. in the... He's not directing, though. He's oh, doing really? something else. Like, okay. I feel like he's a producer or something. Involved, still, for sure. Right. But not calling the shots. Um, but I'm with you. Anyway, after the first episode, I was like, holy fuck, they did it again. So there's, like, you know, the... To me, like, they're... I don't know why I get hung up on the color, but the color of that thing, just the treatment, the color treatment is amazing. And it's makes, it sets such a tone in the fucking L. I mean, they've taken LA and they just found like the dirty fucking <laughs> armpit of LA. You know, it's like, amazing that they can find these. And is that, is that, um, was it Vici? Vinci? Vinci? Is that, that's got to be invented, right? I have yet. I'm, I refuse to look it up. Yeah. I don't want to know yet. But it's got to yeah. be. I've never, never the, heard of the it. the armpit of L.A. County or whatever. Because, yeah, Nicole watched the first episode with me and bailed because she was like, "This is, it's just, it's going to stress me out. Like, she didn't sleep the <laughs> night after we watched it. She's like, not that she doesn't, is like, this isn't good, but she's like, it's so good that it's going to like profoundly impact my life and my yes. mental well-being. Oh my god, I know how she feels. Yeah. Um yeah. So, but yeah, it was like the fact that they can like just find you just know, a fucking the most fucked up armpit. armpit of California. And I knew those places existed because anyone who goes to Central California and goes to like Reedley in the Fresno area, you're like, "Whoa, this is some of the like oh. Mississippi is bleak in a totally different way. Yes, like, that like middle California, like DEA helicopters circling, fucking Dude. meth labs everywhere. No jobs, that no hope. Is... Five generations of people drinking at the bar together. So it's gnarly, crazy. So fucking gnarly. I think they even in the in the last episode, like they. Oh my god, there's that shot. You remember the shot? Um, where Colin Farrell, I forget, I forget Mal the Coral. Thank you. He's like, they, they're leaving somewhere, and he's looking out into the culvert, and there's kids playing, there's a plant behind him, and there's just fucking waste pouring out into the culvert, and he's like, get the fuck, he's like, get he's, out of there. He tells him, don't play in there, it's dangerous in Spanish. Peligro, says, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, fuck you, and they're just <laughs> like, it's, and, and they were talking Swimming about, and sewage. it's so <laughs> Radioactive waste, yeah. (laughs) So fucking nasty. The idea that you would create a whole town just to basically take the waste and material that no other community wants that they produce. It's just like, oh Oh my my god. God, yeah. So, I mean, all right, so let's talk a little bit about, like, um, yeah, Velcoro's character. I mean... You know, I mean, the bad lieutenant sort of archetype is one that we're well familiar with, um, but, like... He he fucking stepped it up, man. Um, you feel for him like that. I, I think that relationship with his son is super interesting. Oh my god, he's yeah. The what I was saying to my wife Nicole after the first episode is, is like you see him. He beats the shit out of this reporter. He goes to meet up with this kid, and he's trying to do something good to re- redeem himself, but he's so warped and broken as a human being now that even when he tries to do nice good things it just turns into a complete shit show and a disaster that scene where he goes to that kid's house who's been bullying his kid and so good and you think you know what's gonna happen and you oh my god 
It takes it three so levels up. It's so from great anything you were ever gonna imagine that happening. he would, and that's what makes me love this fucking series so much is that they are not afraid to say he's something like he's gonna skull fuck his mother on the like his dead <laughs> her corpse or something like it's the most fucked up thing you could possibly yeah. say, and they say it and it's awesome. You're like fucking yes, thank you for not, thank you for not fucking. Icing this or not, you know? Well, and how uncomfortable is it in that first episode where the Taylor Kitsch character is riding that fucking motorcycle going like a oh, hundred plus miles an hour and he turns off the headlight and is just like Dude, hoping to fucking die? That is so good. I forgot yeah. about that. God. I'm really, I'm, uh, I don't know if looking forward is the right term, but I'm very curious about the backstory of his character and what happened in uh, the black. Like, Whatever he was like a the contractor, desert, Black like, Mountain in the, in the desert, it. yeah, yeah or something like that. There was some something obviously extremely fucked up happened to him. Besides the like broke back mountain, stuff. right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, finally I get like why isn't he into this like super hot Latina woman who's like ready to go and super into him? And it's like okay, he's like he's got a whole bunch of shit he needs to deal with. Yeah, that he's not dealing with. Yep. Yeah. And also, it was like, the one point, the other thing that that explained for me in this last episode was there's this one point where he walks in, and it's Dan from Deadwood, the, like, super deadbeat, like, not into it detective, and he's like, I was just interviewing this guy, and the guy fucking hit on me, like, three times, I almost had to bust his jaw, and I was like, this seems so weird for the show to have this, like, weird moment of homophobia, to have this character just be like, suddenly I'm, like, a yeah. giant homophobe, and it was like... Oh no, I get it. It's like, of course, it's the, I'm, I'm like, gonna be so adamantly homophobe because I'm can't deal with the fact that I'm gay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. exactly. Right. That's, yeah. That's exactly it. God, man, they like are they're fucking masterful at like, you know, like just teasing backstory, right? Like, there's the killer, and it's so California, right? The uh, the woman detective. Um, with her crazy fucking cult leader dad. Yeah. Like, I mean, that is so, and it's like, it's up in Guerneville. Like, yep. it's so California, and it makes so much sense. And, like, because there's so many, you know, oh there's so God. many, the place is yeah. rotten with those fucking hippies. Yeah. And, you, and, and she was the one that called bullshit on him. And there was something cool in, the, like, one of the last episodes where somebody said something like, oh, so how's it going up at, at fucking Hidden Valley or whatever? Didn't There were five sisters, weren't there? And she's like, yeah, two of them killed themselves, two of them were in jail. jail. And he was like, what happened to the fifth? And she's like, she's a detective. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking badass. Yeah. Yes, Rachel McAdams is doing a super good job. I think it's all the, like, heavy hitters they brought in to, like, be the characters are solid across the board. And I love seeing... Dan from Deadwood. I don't know what that actor's name is, which I should. Yeah. Because that guy's amazing. Oh, my God. Well. It took me a minute because I loved him in Deadwood. Yeah. Um, he was such a great character. And that was a difficult part. God, we, I can't believe we haven't talked about Deadwood yet. Well, that'll be happening at some point. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he's so great. Um, oh God, what was I going to say? Oh, you know what made me... Yeah, so thinking of him and and also thinking of Rachel McAdams, um, I think one of the things that, like, is so masterful in this, like, production value obviously is through the roof, but they've got, I would would give anything to fucking work on the show, because, like, if you look at, like, hair and makeup, 
like her hair is perfect. Like it's the hair of a straggled, overworked. She cares and she's good looking and she has a nice haircut. Right. But it's not fucking quaffed. It's not right. done. Like every all of those details, they matter. They fucking matter. And th- I mean, they do not go unnoticed. I mean, yeah. people pick up on that. Whether it's professionals that are recognizing it or people that are just picking up and having it be, you know, part of the fabric of the story. Like, sure. that shit fucking matters, man. Yeah, That's like what makes it so good. The Hollywood movie where someone has been a hostage for four days and they have perfect lipstick on. You know? It's like, come on. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, and they do it with such good taste. You know, it's so well done. What's your, what's your take on Vince Vaughn? How, how I actually think he's been I've shockingly good. Yeah. Um and do you, so you missed the last part so did you see the part where he pulls all of the guys in and has the big sit down with him in the I, back room? No, I knew that was he was okay. about to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a critical scene. So he lays for, it down for the Vince Vaughn character. Killer. Okay, cool. Um, I'm watching it tonight as soon as I get home. Yeah. Um I you know, so a, there, a lot of people gave shit for like the big monologue about the stain on the ceiling and all that shit that opens up the second episode. I think I, I, I like I'm, I'm all right with yeah. that. Cut some fucking slack. I, I, I mean, thought it was okay. I think I think that they've lost a little bit of the elegance in the character development and the writing. And part of that might be because they're trying to develop four characters at once instead of two. I I, th- I would agree with all that. Yep. Um, and I, in a way, it's like I. In a way, I miss the the back and forward. And when they were doing it with the Valcoro character, I was like, oh, okay, we're going to get this again. Like, In a way, it's like you're kind of disappointed that they don't have it. In a way, you'd be disappointed if they just relied on that again. That's right. Yeah, I think it's actually so, – that's a really good call. You know, in an anthology they series, to. you want to switch them up. And I, I heard a lot of people say like – Oh, because, like, you didn't have the creepy scene with the guy walking in the gas mask from the shed in the first episode that really set up, like, whoa, this is going to be... But at this point, it's like, it's the second series. you got to give them some credit. And they totally brought that creepiness and weirdness already. With a crow head or... Yeah. Or, or with Valcoro or right. in, a, in many ways. All that shit. The... Part that, and I, I thought they handled this well. I thought Velcro was dead. I was like, you don't take a shotgun blast in the guts. And I thought they like explained it and dealt with it pretty well. I thought it was great. I thought yeah. for sure he was dead, and I was like, whoa, fucking bold. Yeah, that's a bold move to bring in a like heavy hitter like Colin Farrell and kill him in the second episode. Fucking a, yeah. yeah. And I think most people thought he was dead. Um, yeah, yeah. That so was... then to like explain that it was just this like salt shot or uh, uh, crowd control, crowd control. Yeah, like a. They would use, like, a cop would use. Like rubber, yeah. So it's interesting. The um, I'm curious to see where they go with the whole... I would be really disappointed if the whole thing was just, like, a sex club conspiracy thing again among, like, political players. Like, I don't want to see that happen again. Agreed. At the same time, like, you know, when you're talking about men in power, like, sex goes hand in hand with any sort of, like... Yep. For sure. Yes. So I'm I'm curious about the the land stuff and the Russians. And I, I feel like that stuff is, is super interesting. Yeah. Now, who's that character? There's the the creepy guy they go and visit that is. Um, and this was the probably, son of the mayor. 
Well, he's awesome. <laughs> he's fucking killer. He's so good. Um, like super sexy, sw- like yeah. right, like chiseled and right. yeah, but, like super creepy, weird doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like threw some chick like into the pool over right. the thing, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's totally a doppelganger. But who is um, who's the guy with the ascot? Um, that Valcoro and. Rachel McAdams' character are questioning, and they're asking him about. It, it was about um, like somebody's proclivity. It was about whether. Oh, it was about the dead guy. Yeah, the finance guy or whatever. The finance guy. They were yeah. asking whether he got rough or like who? Who's he? Who's that guy? Is he? A, is he a pimp? Does he run a whorehouse? Does he? Yeah, I thought he was like. Um Good question. I thought it was just a guy who ran one of the like sex clubs. I, that's I, that's yeah. what I figure he is. But I mean, even hit like the casting, the supporting man. characters. Yeah, that woman Fuck with it. the scarred face who's like got a thing for Velcro and wears so it at the good. Mexican restaurant. It's so good. That creepy Mexican restaurant. It's like, what is this place with all these fucking lounge crazy how, like how cool folk is that? Singers and well, shit. how cool yeah. is that chick though? That that woman singing. Yeah. The music has been T-Bone Burnett is doing a killer job as usual. They're like across the board. They just get like top fucking tier people that really understand the vibe of the show and just deliver. It's so fucking good. Yeah. So good. Are you watching anything else right now? Um, (laughs) dude, don't fucking ask me that. Um, yeah. So I've got another recommendation. Do you? On a completely different tip. All right. What is it? Uh, it's a show called Catastrophe. Okay. It's a half hour or 22 minutes, 22 to 24 minutes. Okay. Because there's no commercials because it's an Amazon series. All right. It's this um, comedian who got famous uh, in the U.S. on Twitter, Rob Delaney, as like the funniest guy on Twitter. He's, yeah. Um, It's him. And evidently he had a moment in his career where he was trying to become, everyone becomes famous as a stand-up comic, right? You do that first. That's how you do it. Evidently he... Like, wasn't quite as adept at stand-up as people thought. And he went on um, one of the late-night shows, I think it was um, Jimmy Kimmel, and just shit the bed. Like, the most horrific way. And he has one of those personalities where I think when he's shitting the bed, he just piles more shit on it. It was like, someone said it was the only clip to ever be removed from Jimmy Kimmel's website. Shut up, really? Yeah. So, he had like this, he had this stain on him like this guy. He's the guy who did that thing on Kimmel. Or wow. So what happened was he became super funny on Twitter. He met this um, Irish comedian on Twitter, and they decided to write a show together, and it was a massive hit. And they took it to BBC4 or Channel 4. Uh-huh. Um, it aired there. Massive hit. Amazon picked it up. And it's been like – it's fucking awesome. No shit. Super good. Super real. Like it, it, It's like the conversations that in a fucked up – situation relationship that you think people would actually have instead of like the bullshit that you see in like romantic relationship representations in the United States. Really? It's really good. Oh, cool. And it's free for anyone who has prime. So if you're not watching it, catastrophe, super good. You'll like crank through the whole season super fast. You'll just like crush the whole season. Killer. Super good. Yeah. Oh, I'll check that out for sure. I, I'll, I'll answer your question. Um, and, and I don't want to fucking talk about it. <laughs> I will not want to be called the task on this. Um, 
One of them, I think, is legitimately, legitimately funny and good is Broad City. I've been watching Broad that. Broad City is amazing. Yeah. That, oh, my God. I think, is great. If anyone out there is not watching Broad City, yeah. you need to go watch all two seasons of Broad City right now. I feel like Broad City is the future of comedy. It's fucking killer. It's so, so good. Yeah, those two are just, like... So great together. Beth must love Broad City, right? She loves it. Oh, yeah. oh Nicole, my God. Too. It's like one of Nicole's favorite shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She loves it. So I've been watching that a lot. And then um, I recently, this is a fucking, yeah. So um, I used to watch King of the Hill. Yeah. Um, used to love that show. And I was missing a brainless, like, just fucking nothing animated kind of comedy so i started watching bob's burgers <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that shut up did you, you said like it's fucking yeah. it's not good it's not good like it's the only thing good about it is um the woman's voice who was on flight of the concords remember the did you ever watch flight of the concords oh uh, yeah okay do you remember the the creepy kind of um like groupy chick, yeah, who's quirky, of course. Um, Kristen Shet, Kristen Shaw, yeah, Shelly. Kristen Shaw, Shaw. That's yeah. it. Yeah, she. How much fucking stuff does that woman do? She's on everything. It, what else is she on? Well, she has that massive hit with the Last Man on Earth or whatever. Oh my god, series. is she in that? I'm yeah. dying to see that. Yeah, lots of people love that. If you want something mindless, that's like a mindless. Comedy, I gotta fucking watch, watch that. that. It sounds great. It's like mainstream America loves that show. Okay, and she's on that, so it's oh. a massive hit. Oh, good show. for her. So she's on that. She's also on this show that I watch with the girls that we absolutely love called Gravity Falls. If you've okay. seen Gravity Falls and you want something animated to watch, yeah. you should watch that. Go buy it's like twenty bucks for a season. There's two seasons on Amazon. That show is amazing. Really? Oh my god. Gravity yeah. Falls. Gravity Falls. Oh, okay. It's um done by this guy who he and his sister used to go. It's based on a summer that they spent up at this like creepy cabin slash gift shop up in the middle of nowhere, Oregon, with their uncle. And the cool. whole premise of the show is they go to this place where God, that's supernatural and weird shit actually exists. Like, they live in this vortex of, like, weirdness. And they're just trying to figure out, like, this place. And um, he's super nerdy and his sister's, like, super into, like, puffy stickers and all sorts of crazy, <laughs> really? crazy, like, bedazzling sweaters and shit like that. And it's she's voiced by Kristen Schaal, who is, like... I love doing this character because it's the most, like, my real personality in real life. Yeah. But the show is incredibly witty, and there's lots of adult humor, you know, in with, like, the girls, half the stuff goes over their head. They, they think it's absolutely hilarious, and they love the show. But for me, I'm like, I'm completely entertained. Oh, my and, God. And enthralled by these episodes. Oh, killer. So yeah, Gravity Falls. Once again, for anyone out there who hasn't seen Gravity Falls, go to Amazon, buy the... Buy the two seasons oh, or whatever, a. and you can get them in just about anything that sells video. Nice, iTunes, man. iTunes, whatever. Good tip. All right, well, check it out. Yeah, because I love that. I love that Christmas show, you know. Um, so let's – um. oh, you know, the other – I'll just close. The, the, the other thing that I'm watching now, and we don't need to get into it because it's a huge fucking topic, is I never watched Twin Peaks. Um, so That I, is shocking to me. Yeah. Once again – I you never cease to amaze me on these podcasts. Well, <laughs> I hate David Lynch. Like I can't, what? Yeah, like I don't like David Lynch. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, so, uh, Blue Velvet, I'm okay with. 
Um, but like his other stuff, I, I, I don't like him. Um, so in, I came to I discovered David Lynch through his movies and then realized that he did this TV show called Twin Peaks. And I never, and I was like, well, I'm, right. this, I'm not going to like that. Cause I can't stand the guy. Um, but I've started watching it and it's fucking great. It's so yeah, great. It's super good. I'm only a couple, three episodes in, so I will, we'll have to revisit well, that. The second season gets much more like the David Lynch that you know. Oh, does it? Yeah. So I enjoy it while I can, maybe. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of that. Yeah. But he, he did this other thing that was, you would, that's fucking genius that you would really love. That was, um, I think it was, there's only four, like, or maybe there's two episodes, but each episode has multiple sort of vignettes. The thing about the hotel. Yes, 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 yes. That that is super good. You know what? Here's the thing. I've got to revisit him because everyone that I know that I share values with and share, like, you know, like, same quality of film and stuff, they love him and... I mean, it doesn't mean that I have to, but I just want to make sure I'm not missing something because there's other shit that he's done. Like he's there's a book that he wrote that I actually really resonated with me that I thought was great. It was like this kind of weird like like intersection of spirituality and creativity and mm. I thought it was really I thought it was a great book. Do you watch Louie, the show Louie? Oh yeah. Did you see him on Louie? <laughs> no. Oh my. oh my god, I don't think I did. Remind me what, what what he was. I don't remember. So there's uh, some episodes where David Letterman is retiring and Louis is one of the guys. Oh, my God. Him. I did. And he's the coach. He's the coach. Yes. That was so fucking good. Oh so good. He's amazing. He's incredible. Oh, my God. Yeah. He is so good in that. I forgot about that. Yes. Oh, he's genius. Yeah. It, where he cuts him zero fucking slack. Right. Yeah. Zero slack. Yeah. Holy shit. Right. That whole that was those are like some of the best episodes of Louie too. That like two or three episode cycle where he's tr- in the contention to be really the good. next David Letterman or whatever. Yeah. yeah, really fucking good. Yeah, Louie and Broad City are like you know when, when you watch Louie you're like okay this has taken comedy in this like format into some place that had never gone. When I watched. Um, Broad City, I was like, it's hard to go back and watch, like, Workaholics after you watch Broad City. Yeah. Because Workaholics feels like such pedestrian male yep. humor. It's like, these are all the, like, dick and weed jokes and all the stuff that I've seen, like, like, don't get me wrong, it's entertaining or whatever. Sure. It's well done. Um, but Broad City, you feel like, I'm seeing, this is, like, f- a form of comedy and, like, the kind of jokes and shit that they're talking about. Like, I haven't seen this before. Yeah, and it's not only the subject matter. It's, like, their their methods, too, you know? Like, um, like they get out. Like, they get, like, they'll fantasize about stuff. Like, there's, like, that video that they do. Like, there's some video in one of the episodes that's fucking amazing where they, like, where she has, like, she gets paid for some, like, graphic art job, and she's got, like, $800, and right. they're, like, rolling, like, they, they like, make this video that's part of the show. It's fucking killer. <laughs> you know, there's, it's almost a fantasy type thing, and right. actually, Louis does the same thing in a, in a scene where he's, like, you know, everyone that's lived in a city knows what it's like when the fucking garbage man comes first thing in the morning, and he's laying in bed, and the garbage guys actually, like, climb through his window, and they're, like, right. kicking the fucking garbage can around his bedroom, slamming garbage 
image in his head because that's what right. it feels like when you're yeah. waking up, you know. <laughs> it's it's so good. Like, yeah, it's really funny. It is so good. And I also love on Broad City where they have all of the female comedians on in, like, cameos that have obviously been, like, important to them. It's so cool. It's, a, it's, it's so a cool. a nice way to, like, pay homage. You know, it's so cool. Stuff and, yeah, that's just... I fucking love that show. I can't get enough of it. I can't wait for a new season of Broad City to come out. So. Me neither. Have you have you gone back and watched like their early like webisodes and No, I haven't. They're good, man. Like they've they've consistently, I think, even like back when they were like you know, I, I don't know anything about them really, but it obviously started as just like a super, you know, two funny women together, let's make a show. Right. And, like, the early, early, earliest shit is fucking really good. Like, they're oh. talented. Like, they're the real thing. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. They're all, That's it's awesome. just YouTube, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's how it cool. started. Yeah. Genius. You got other stuff? You got other, so, we're, I don't forget what this fucking episode's even about. What are you talking about? We're talking about new stuff. It's just, like, new stuff across any category. Music, whatever. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I, I do have on the list, um... And we don't need to go in. This is not something that deserves a deep dive, but I will tell you something. There's a culinary fad sweeping the nation that I've fallen. um, I've fallen into guilty of, uh, and it's it's actually a guilt-free pleasure. Is the grain bowl? Oh yeah, warm grain bowl. The grain bowl. Yeah. So it's been covered widely in media. The New York Times is fucking. You know, they're humping all over that fucking thing. They love the grain bowl. Where are you going local to get these grain bowls? Oh, no, no, no. I make the grain Oh, you make them? Yes, sir. Fancy. Yes, I make them. So um, I make them with barley, with farro, and then I get some sort of, like, green in there, like, um, you know, sautéed chard or kale or something like that. It's all about the elements. Then I get something um, like pickled and spicy in there, like you know, like hmm. some kind of kimchi or a curried or carrot, something it's like basically that. Basically, bibimbap. It's bibimbap, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's it, that's exactly what it is, and and I always crack a nice fucking seven minute egg on there. Hmm. I'll do like a grilled chicken patty. I can't get enough of the fucking things. I wow. made them once, a couple three weeks ago, and it was so good that I freaked out and I was like, well, this is what we eat now. And I made so much. I made grain bowls for like fucking <laughs> 20 fucking people and drove the whole house insane with the fucking grain bowls. They were like, like Jack is just like, he's like enough. Like he wouldn't touch it. Mimi wouldn't touch it. Beth. And, and then it was me eating the fucking grain bowl for a week and a half. But that's awesome. The grain bowl, man, it's, it's new. It's fucking it's not new. It's fucking rice and beans. Let's face it. But yeah, it's it, like fancy rice and beans. It's yeah, rice and beans. You feel good about yeah, exactly. Not something wrong with rice and beans, but I fucking eat rice. That's all I ever get at the fucking grocery store anyway. I get rice and beans. I dump greens on top of it. It's the right. best thing to eat. But yeah, but I'm calling out the grain bowl, man. It's new. It's fresh. It's fucking. It's hip. Go get the fucking grain bowl. Nice. Yeah. And if someone wants to find a recipe to make a grain bowl at their casa. Where do you? I'll tell you, man. Yeah, go to the New York Times. Um, th- th- there's been a, li- a litany of like um, sort of um, recipes, how to do this, how to do that. But there's 
Um, the New York Times in the last month has re- has completely redone their food section, and they've built a recipe section because they realized they were losing ground there. And they have an app that's really great for the phone. And they just they re-upped after Mark Bittman backed out. They realized that they were quickly losing ground, so they've reinvested, and their food stuff is back up on top. There's a woman I don't remember her name who has this killer like three minute video on the grain bowl. And she just kind of talks about the different elements that you need. Like you need some kind of a grain. You need something crunchy. You need something with protein. You need, you know what I mean? And she shows you a bunch of different ways to do it. And so go to the New York Times and, and start digging around there oh. for a grain bowl. It's it's killer. Cool. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, yeah. I'm My uh, once a day recently I've been going to like the uh, the all – all fruit juice popsicles. That's been like my jam in the evening. Really? You know, you want to go some get something in the evening. You kind of want something a little sweet. You can get one of those things. They're like sixty calories or whatever. Fucking a. Re- totally refreshing, delicious. It's like in lieu of like having a bowl of cereal or doing a dessert or something like that. You grab one of those. Actually, do they used to be called Edies? Now they're called. It's a fucking Nestle product. Um, they used to be called Edies, like all natural fruit bars. Now they're called something else. I can't remember. With a, an E or something like that. But anyways, it's like... E-D-I-E. It used to be E-D-Y apostrophe E-D- E-D-Y apostrophe. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But for a while I was doing like, you know, you, you get into like, you go down that Talenti or whatever road and you're like 200, that shit's 300 calories dude. for a bar or whatever. I mean, they're good as shit, but... Oh, yeah. I, I It's like an awesome, refreshing summer treat. You just jam on these all natural all fruit juice they have pineapple they have tangerine they have lime they've got all different flavors you're gonna have to show me what it is because oh i gotta God. do something because it's fucking nighttime in our house is a fucking disaster area lately because i'm eating all kinds of fucking bad shit yeah you do these you know you do some little fizzy water you could do like an apple cider vinegar water Oh, yeah. Uh, and one of these bars and like that's talk your, to me your set for the evening talk to me that's what i need yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I fucking need. Because it's like you feel like you're getting a dessert or you're doing something indulgent, but it's like, you know, getting some vitamin C, 60 cal. Oh, that sounds boom. good. My shit's you been can going. savor it. Yeah. You know, you're not biting on that thing anyways because it's cold. Right. Dripping delicious juice oh, straight down nice your throat. Cold. That sounds fucking good, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get that rolling at the house because I've just been like, oh, all right, I'm. I'll, I guess this fucking enormous chocolate chip cookie will do. <laughs> fucking fat bastard. Are you I'm kidding me? Sh- I'm sure knowing you and your culinary wizardry, you could probably like press juice to oh, really awesome dude. combinations. You can get those plastic things where you just stick the sticks in them and just start making killer. them yourself. And do like lemon mint, lemon mint, rosemary. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and then we'll just launch a fucking frozen food brand. And Let's do it, man. Kill it. Sell those things. Retire in six yeah. years. <laughs> and we'll do this. And we'll do a podcast every day. Yeah. And this is what we'll do. This will be our, our job. gift to the world. <laughs> You're welcome, people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's about it. You know, grilling, grilling every day. Yeah. I love the, um, for some reason, uh, Kowalski's in their deli, they have these Maybach, Summit Maybach beer brats. I think they're some of the best beer brats ever. The girls and Nicole totally agree. Those are like our favorite brats. Really? Summit Maybach beer brats, Kowalski's in-house made. How do you spell Maybach? M-A-I-B-O-C-K. 
M-A-I-B-O-S. It's like, if you look for okay. if you go to Kowalski's, they only have one kind of beer brought. It's the and it says if it's a summit or it says Maybach on it, those are the ones you're looking for. Four brats in a package. Okay. They've also have awesome bakery shit at Kowalski's. You just go fucking grill those up. You will not be sorry. That's I hate so on Kowalski's. Good. Really? Um, yeah, I don't dig it, man. If, I, I don't know what my deal is it here. It depends on the location. It's pretty iffy from location to location. If you get a good location, the location on Hennepin is bullshit. Oh, it's, one it's of the a worst locations. bummer. It's a fucking bummer. Yeah. The one on Diamond Lake Road is amazing. Really? Diamond Lake Road at, um, at Nicolet. Okay. So good. But is that's it? really far away from where we live, so. Yeah. But fuck it. I mean, if that brought, I'm sure they got that everywhere. Yeah. You can get it at any of the Kowalski's. Summit Maybach. All right. That's good. Yeah. I've, I've been feeling a brat. I was just at Costco because I was at the fucking eye doctor again. So I always hit Costco and I was looking at brats and I didn't see anything, you know. I did the normal, you know, got steaks and fucking right. whatever, but. I didn't see any. I was wanting a brat, so I'll I'll go pick some of those up. Yeah, definitely. The Jack will love them. Okay, killer. So good because oh. they're so like they don't in the end taste anything like beer. They're just really juicy, awesome. Yeah, flavorful brats. Okay, cool. So you know, I'm from Wisconsin. You know beer brats. You know a fucking all day beer long. brat. Now, yeah. do you ever do the? Um, so anytime I did them before I moved to the Midwest, any guys who were doing beer brats, it was like a thing. Yeah. So it went into beer uh, in a like yeah. foil thing first. Yeah. Is that that's that's right? Is that right? I mean, different people do it different ways, but the way that I used to do it that turned out is like you get uh you have like half your grill, half the grill is the uh pan, like the disposable Yeah, that whatever, foil like thing foil pan with beer in it, some onions, some red peppers. You cook the brats halfway on the grill. You get a good sear on them. You finish them in the beer on the thing, and you let them stay warm in the beer, and you're just, like, serving them oh, okay. there to people. All right. Some people, what they do, and this is, like, a traditional Wisconsin thing, is you actually boil the brats in the beer ahead of time. I, I don't see why any sane person who knows anything about cooking would do that, because you're basically cooking, you're boiling a brat. Instead of grilling it, it makes and then you me, stick it on the grill to get some grill marks. It makes on no it. sense. Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No, the gr- brat needs to go onto the grill uncooked. Yes. halfway done. You put it in so it can basically finish finish in, in the beer in the onions and the yep. pe- yeah yeah yeah. You serve some of the onions and the red peppers that are marinated in that beer and like slow cooked in there. You can put it on top if people want to roll that way. That's how you do a beer brat. The fuck am I doing? I'm doing beer brats this weekend. Yeah. What am I doing? You, you won't be sorry. No, of course not. I have. I mean, I I've had them like, you know, done by other people, but I've never. It's not like it's not rocket science. I can I can figure that out. Yeah, absolutely. And it's the, good thing with a lot of people over too. The, you know? the different thing. I mean, the summit thing is like they're injecting those with beer, basically. Sure. So you're just grilling something that has beer injected in it. And it sure. You know, it's a different thing. Turns out great. It's nice. It's yeah. So. You know, what are you gonna Good do? tips. I'm glad. I'm glad you told me about that. I've been I've been wanting some brats, doing fucking beer brats this weekend. Right on. Nice. You got anything else? Any new music? Um. Yeah. So music. Um. God, nothing new really. So they just switched. Um. I, I don't know if you've seen this. They switched record release day. Is now Fridays. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. That's so something. I got a question for you. Yeah. So have you fucked with the Apple Music thing? Oh, no, I haven't. Um, so 
No. Um, I'm Now, I started talking to you about this the other day. I, I think where I haven't fucked with it at all. Um, I'm kind of looking at a different streaming. I, I've been starting to go down the road of like, all right, I'm listening to. I love listening to records because they sound so much better than everything else I listen to. Yep. So I'm starting to question, and we stream a lot of music at the house. So I'm like, I'm questioning why I'm listening to shitty streamed MP3s. So I'm looking at upping that into like high quality streaming. That's kind of where I've been looking lately. Interesting. Yeah, because you listen to just crap MP3s and they don't sound great. At the end of the day, who really fucking cares? Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, but I do. I notice it, and I it, it matters to me. So I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, but no, what what about you? The Apple thing? Have you? No, but I, you know, I was kind of like, man, I've invested so much time in Spotify. I have so many playlists on there. All my stuff is on there. Yeah. I'm just going to stick with Spotify. But then I heard someone say, like, no, it's really good, actually. You should oh, check it out. God damn it. It's free for whatever, a month or three months or whatever. I just, I just feel like you just, every fucking thing is Apple. And every, you know what I mean? For years, yeah. all I got, everything I got, they got all my fucking pictures. They got all of my everything. Yeah. If it's right, I'll do it, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I got Sonos at the house and they they have like a they have a proprietary kind of um like I, I gotta I gotta research it more before I start mouthing off about it, but like they have a high quality streaming service. For Sonos? Yeah, it's called um dr- fucking Drizzler Drizzle Grizzler. Is it in the, like, experimental part of the Sonos thing or whatever? It's in, like, ad music services, and it's in there, yeah. Um, But it's becoming more popular. It's They've partnered with Tidal, which Tidal is Jay-Z's sort of answer to RDO. It's his streaming service. He just bought that for, I don't know, like, fucking 35... Actually, it was short. I think it was like thirty-five million, as opposed to like, you know, Hundreds Apple buying. Yeah, yeah, like Apple paid what three billion dollars for Beats or something like that. I, I think it was three billion. It was something crazy, you know. Um, and along with Dre's like bullshit fucking, you know, right. startup streamer. Yeah. Um, but title um, evidently has a. They tout a new sort of. Um, algorithm that is supposed to be an improvement upon you know Spotify, RDO, Pandora, they mm. all use the same basic sort of um algorithm. Yeah, to for recommendations and for mm. creating playlists and stuff. Evidently this is a different one. I I can't tell you how it's different, I don't know, but right. that's interesting to me. I'd like to see how that's different, you know, mm. cuz it's a great way to discover new music, right? I mean, right. For sure. Hearing new shit like that. Yeah, absolutely. So. I, yeah, discover shit on Spotify all the time. Oh, Mostly, yeah. Most of the new music I listen to is hip-hop, actually. Oh, yeah. The new ASAP Rocky record is really good. Oh, dude, he's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's great. I'm listening to a lot of new reggae, actually. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, it's tough because a lot of it is very produced, which goes against my, like... Yeah. Dance hall, sort of like right. rock steady roots, which is what I love. Yep. But you know, there's as long as the, I've, I've I've found some guys that are doing some good writing, and um, so yeah, I've been kind of digging on that. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I think let's wrap it up there. Yeah, man, that was fun. 
good good to change it up for a bit. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks to Kaya Fisher for the audio engineering assistance. Uh, if you want, you can hit us up on Twitter at glopodcast.com. And if you have a spare moment and you like the podcast, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback, and we'd love to get other people interested in the podcast as well. So uh, I would consider it a personal favor if you would leave a review. Thanks very much. See you, everybody.